0: Today, we're going to be talking about guarding the doors of my heart, of our heart. And why do you think is important? I know we have been talking about the end time, all the lessons and things like that. And um, we have been talking about the second coming and the preparation and getting ready for that. But then God is telling us, you need to guard the door of, of your heart. So today's uh, message will be how we're gonna be guarding our doors. First, we need to know which doors, and then the next we're gonna be studying and how to. So if you don't mind, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, oh Lord, for your mercies and your blessings. I wanna thank you, O Lord, for your care. And especially, I wanna thank you, O Lord, for all the information that you have given us so we'll not be in darkness. And that we pause today, O Lord, to to share some things that you have given us. May your Holy Spirit open our hearts. And for me, help me to express the information that you want me to give, and for those who are listening, O Lord, that the Holy Spirit translate for them what you want them to hear of this important topic of preparing our character and preparing ourselves and guarding ourselves from the enemy with your help, O Lord. Thank you and amen. Okay. So the first, but the Bible text says uh, Proverbs 4:23 says, "Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life." Now, do you believe that? Yes. Do you believe that? Yeah. Well, the Bible says it, so it must be true, right? So, our heart. What is the heart? When they're talking about heart in the Bible. What are they actually referring to? Because we all know that the heart is just a pump, a muscular pump. But then when it comes to the spiritual, what the heart represent in our spiritual world? Our mind. Our mind. Our feelings. Yes, our mind. The heart is our mind. (laughs) As you know, the mind is the battlefield between good and evil. And you have two forces trying to get our allegiance. There are two forces 24-7 trying to to let us know why they're good so we can choose which side to go. So when it comes to guarding our heart, guarding our mind with diligence, what is what is the what is the saying? Why is diligence? Diligent.
1: Hmm?
0: Where is what is diligent? Diligent. You do it as a habit over and over and over, over Okay, it's habit but okay. It's a habit. But when he talks about diligent means that you're very very very, very picky. Very you're diligent on looking. You're diligent of of spending all your effort in something. Right? It's a no Perse- word,
1: but
0: it you look different. You persevere through it. Okay, perseverance you you, you you don't give up. <laughs> right? Never give up, up. all right. So you are very, very, you need to, yes? Oh, so when you are with all diligence means, requires a lot of intentionality. You need to really, really look, really, really study. So we need to keep our heart with all diligence because who we are come from it, right? So Let's see what Ellen G. White says, or God through, through her. Yet we have a work to do to resist temptation. So we do have a work, right? We have something to do. We need to resist temptation. So those who would not fall a prey to Satan must guard well the avenues of the soul. And she also saying, you will have to become a faithful sentinel To do what? To guard, to watch all our senses. So what what, what are the senses? How many senses do we have? Yes, my life today. So how many senses do we have? We have five, six, seven, seven senses. Uh-huh. Before yes. it might, when I was young, there was five. Now there are seven, and I'm sure the, as the science goes up, it continues growing. On what are the seven? <laughs> We're gonna go over it. So what are, so what are the avenues of my heart, of our my soul? What are the senses that God is keep telling us you need to guard it? You need to guard it with all diligence. So let me bring you a picture. There, there are seven senses right now. We have the vision. Eyes, what we see, what we smell, what we taste, what we hear, what we touch, our feelings, sensations, and then we have balancing and then we have movement. So, all those are the seven senses that the body uses to translate what is outside in the environment to inside our body. So, those are the, the, the seven senses that the body uses and the devil uses and, the, and God uses to, to, to try to convince us to make a choice, to go with God or to go with the devil. So let's, let's review very quickly. Um, how can smell will make us do bad things? Right, so if you have a weakness on cigarettes and you're trying to quit, so when you smell the cigarette smell, then it's a big temptation, right? Okay, what else let how the smell will help us in a good way okay, it, it gives us like a warning signals for fire, okay. gas. What else? You were going to say something? Well, I was
1: say, for, for to your other question, some things smell good that are not good for us to eat. Oh. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, I really like this.
1: To answer your first question, some things smell good that are not good for us to eat. And one is french fries. I think they smell really good, but they're not good for us. And
0: mm-hmm. desserts
1: a lot of times smell mm-hmm. good, but you know, desserts aren't the best for yeah. us. Well,
0: Do you think that the devil uses our smell to tempt us? Tempt us? Yes. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> so we have um, taste. What about taste? This is the Satan's favorite. Tasting. Taste. People, people like how how can Satan use our taste to make us make, um, to do the wrong decisions? People like to taste alcohol, like beverages. Okay. Alcohol. We have desserts. We not only, we know how it tastes, how it smells. Okay. So what about sensations? What we touch? What we touch? Yeah. How can... The touching aspect, what we feel touching, it can um, be direct to mental, or can Satan use it to make us fall? Am I asking too hard questions? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about, you mean about touching? Yeah. Touching where we shouldn't be touching. Okay, so we have said a lot of bad things that the devil can use in our senses But let me tell you also that There's a lot of good thing that we can use um, In psychology we use a lot especially for depression. I know we talked about that last week That in smell, there's certain smells smell that helped our feeling and emotions in a good way in the bad way there are certain colors that affect our emotions in the right, right way, and the wrong way. And there's certain foods, flavors, that can affect our emotions in a good way, and a bad way. And hearing sounds and all the senses, God can have given this to us for our own benefits, but the devil also can use it to, to make us fall. So when it comes to guarding those senses, We need to think about not only what we can hear and see, but what we can smell, taste, touch, movement. Yes, sir.
1: In the Garden of Eden, Satan, the serpent in the tree, the forbidden tree, Mm -hmm. he he basically tempted Eve and then Adam as well. Mm -hmm. And he said, take a look at this fruit, touch it, taste it. And that was the first sin.
0: Yeah, that's the first Touch thing. Touch it and
1: taste it. If you're see touching it, it, and it, see it and see it, I that's right. All of that.
0: Yeah, can Take be. Take a look at they it. They all Touch work it. together. Now but taste I, it. The serpent was eating it. I have the power of speech. The beautiful Yes. Word. So when it comes to protecting our senses, it's very very hard. But how can we how can we guard it? How can we guard all those seven senses? Yes.
1: In the Gospel of Luke 11.13, it says that as parents, we know how to give good gifts to our children. Even though we're sinful, how much more does our Father in Heaven want to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit? If you really let the Holy Spirit into your heart, Mm -hmm. He will guard your heart and all your senses with it.
0: Yep, amen, amen. So the Bible is full of Bible texts that gives us ideas and why it's important and why do we need to guard things. So I'm gonna, just going to read a few. It says, um, I will set, in Psalms 101, three, it reads, I will set no wicked things before my eyes. I, I hate the work of them that turns aside. It shall not cleave to me. So one of the senses is you need to be careful in what you see. In Isaiah 30:21, it reads, And thy ear shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way to walk, yea, in it, when you shall turn to the right hand, and when you shall turn to the left. Now, if you believe what the Bible is saying, you should be able to hear God's voice. The reason why we don't hear it, is because we don't spend time in quiet meditation to recognize his voice. Because Isaiah is telling us that our ears can hear what the devil or God is telling us and where, where to go if we need to go to the left, or we need to go to the right. So if Isaiah is true, then we should be able to perceive that voice in our subconsciousness that tell us where to go, not to go. Every time that you're gonna do something and then you see this this voice that's telling you, don't do it, don't do it, that the Holy Spirit talking to you. <laughs> and then you also have this little voice telling you, ah, oh, but it tastes so good. Oh, just for now, just for now. Voices. Yeah, there, there, there is always, the good and the evil trying to fight for your allegiance, and if you see, if you if you think that you cannot, that you don't, that God doesn't talk to you, He does, because every time that you're gonna do something, you can feel, you can see it, you can feel it in here in your brain, that going back and forth, like, oh, you should you should not do this, but then you have, oh, but it tastes so good, it smells so good. So you can hear both voices. So if you are intentional and if you are listened to that, you will know who is talking to you. And to finish, as a man think in his heart, so is he. So what you think is who you are. You were going to say something? Your
1: character. Hmm? There's a text that David wrote. It's in the 105th Psalm. And I'm not sure the, the verse, it might be 10. But David is saying, show me thy will, O Lord. And, you know, he's the one that asked or repented in uh, Psalm 51. Mm-hmm. But he says, show me thy will, O Lord. May your Holy Spirit lead me on the right path of righteousness or the right path. Yeah. So if that is a, a prayer of ours like David's and we mean it and we ask it, we're claiming a promise in faith and i believe that our hearts will be guarded in all mm-hmm. of the seven senses
0: and in psalms 119 also says it says creator god in me in your heart create in heart mm-hmm. yep.
1: And that same yes. chapter it says, "Thy word I have hid in my heart, that I might not sin against Thee." Amen. You hide the word of God in your heart. Guess what? Your heart is guarded.
0: Is, yes, absolutely. Your mind is guarded. Absolutely. So what we think is who we are. Our thought determines who we are. So if we want to change ourselves, we need to change our thoughts. We need to change our heart, our mind. So I found this very nice picture on, on Google. And it is very true. Above all else, guard your heart or your feelings, your mind. And we need to guard it from what we see, what we see, um, what we hear, what we do, what, what we touch. Because everything you do flows from your mind. In other words, whatever you are, whatever you think is who you are. And what feeling versus faith? Also, right? Feeling mm-hmm. versus faith. Well, faith is the power. The scent is the avenue. How to? Okay. So, if we know, if we now we're, I hope you're getting the grasp of how important it is to guard it. So now we're going to review how we're going to do this. How are we going to do it? So I put 10 things, and I'm gonna go quickly. 10 things that God has shared with us and what we need to pay attention on how to guard those senses. The heart must be renewed by divine grace or it will be in vain to seek for purity of life. He who attend to build up a noble, virtuous character, independent of the grace of Christ, is building his house upon the shift in sand. So the first thing that we need to remember is just what you said. We need to renew our minds with what? Divine divine grace. 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 And as uh, those who have I know for those who have been here before, you know that grace, God's grace, LG White refers to God's grace is the power it's a, power, it's a power force that the Holy Spirit gives to do whatever you want and the change, to change, spiritual changes. So every time you read God's grace, it's talking about the power that God gives you to achieve what you want. Because we cannot do anything. We can only choose. But the change after you've chosen is the grace of God. It's the power that God gives through the Holy Spirit. The second one is, creating me a clean heart and renew right spirit within me. So that is, again, we need to make sure that what what wears inside is clean and pure, so what goes out will be the same. Number three, yet we have a work to do to resist temptation. So we have to renew it. We need to have the grace of God, of the power. And then three, we need to resist. God will not do it for us. Or am I wrong? You're right. Resist. We need to resist temptation. That's that's the only thing that we can do. That and we were born with that power to the, the power of choice. Go ahead.
1: In the Gospels, we read that Jesus went into the wilderness. And in the wilderness, yes, he fasted, and he was very weak. But the Holy Spirit was with Jesus, Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit was there to empower Jesus to withstand the temptation of Mm -hmm. Satan, because Mm -hmm. Satan was around, and Satan tempted Jesus three times. Mm -hmm. And you know, all of us are tempted in that very same way.
0: Yep, exactly, exactly. And what did
1: he say? He said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Get away from me. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Jesus would have been able to do that unless he counted on the power of the Holy Spirit. And before Mm -hmm. Jesus made any major decisions, he spent all night on the mountain or in nature Mm -hmm. all night long praying to yep. his father so he heaven. chose
0: to pray to the father to get that power and it was the first thing he did Yep, absolutely. he prayed to
1: his father absolutely. and remember in gethsemane when he had the weight of the world on him before he would be tried and crucified he spent the night in prayer with his father
0: that's what the power that's what the power of god comes in prayer number four we must avoid reading seeing or hearing that which will suggest impure thoughts. Okay, if we don't put an effort of avoiding, then number five, the mind should not be left to wander. At random. You know of the saying that says, um, I don't know how to translate it in English. Um, I grew up, my mother used to tell, an, em- an empty mind is a tool of the devil. So when I read this, and when Ellen G. White said that, the mind should not be left wonder, it's a tool, become a tool. So our mind needs to be focused on what we need to do. Six, this will require earnest prayer. To do all this, we need to choose to have an earnest prayer and unseeing watchfulness. So we need to have an earnest prayer. You need to be 24 seven contact with the power. Who gave you the, that will give you the ability to do that. And then unce- unceasing watchfulness. Unceasing is a non-stop to, to watch. Watch what? What do you need to watch constantly, 100%, 24-7? The senses, the avenues of our heart. We must be aided by the abiding influence of the Holy Spirit, which will attract the mind upward and habituate it to dwell on pure and holy things. The only thing that we can do is to choose which, which power source. If we choose the power, source of the power source of the Holy Spirit, He will do what needs to be done. But if we choose the power source of the devil, then the Holy Spirit will take a step back.
1: Philippians four eight.
0: And the other thing that we need to do to guard our senses or our heart is we may, we must give diligent study of the Word of God because the Word of God is what gives us what tells us what to watch for. Right? And how bread to do life. that? Bread of life. Yes, it is the bread. and But it comes to diligent. That's the, the word again. Diligent. Diligent study. It's not just to read it. You need to really get into it. And really study it. Really chew it and eat it. So the Holy Spirit can take that and make it part of yourself. <laughs> Number eight. The power of grace alone can accomplish this most desirable work. So if you wanna change your character, if you wanna change all the bad things that you're doing, all your inclinations, there is one power that can do it all. The power of grace that the Holy Spirit gives us, that alone can accomplish everything that you wanna do. But you need to choose to get it. Our only safety is to be shielded by the grace of God every moment and not put our own spiritual eyesight so that we will call evil good and good evil.
1: I know of a text in Isaiah. I'd be happy to look it up. But before, I want to say this, that Ellen White wrote this book, Education. Mm-hmm and it says that God's followers at every opportunity need to call sin by its proper name mm-hmm. and at the same time give God give Jesus all the glory the honor the praise for the righteousness that he lays on us through his spiritual robe of righteousness amen and if we can put those words out to people in a loving way that's a witness that uh, you know Mm. God would be proud that you're giving him the glory.
0: Amen. Amen. Okay number nine without hesitation or argument we must close and guard the avenues of the soul against evil. So there's two words in there. Hesitation and argument. And also in an action word, we must close. So we need to close it or avoid it. And without hesitation, without making excuses, argument, or, or, or rationalize it. And then without thinking twice, you need to move forward and, and put it, a stop to it. When a, a bad thought comes in. You need to shut it right away. When a bad desire comes in, you need to shut it. We have that power that God gave us. It's the devil who's constantly letting us know, oh, I'm too weak, I'm too weak. If you believe the devil, then you will be too weak. There is, there is a term that we use in psychology. It's a self, let me see if I can, it's a self, what? no, it's a self-fade prophecy that if you think that's gonna happen, it will happen? It will happen, self-fulfilled prophecy, there you go. It's a, self, a self-fulfilled prophecy. So we need to, we need to outsmart the devil with God's grace. If we, if we connect ourselves with the right source, God will do the rest. God will do the rest, if we ask. And number 10, which is the last one, and having become partakers, so when we become partakers of the heavenly gifts, which is the grace of God, the Holy Spirit, we are to go on into perfection, being kept by the power of God, which is the grace of God through faith. So if we are partaker, then we can, go on and continue being perfect. Not what the world says, but the perfection that God expects from us with a biblical definition of what is perfection. So to conclude, I'm gonna do a, a review. Let's simplify things. I know it's very hard to remember 10 things. So let's, let's summarize it in a very few points of what we have learned today. Why is important, what we need to guard, and how. The what, where, when, and how. Okay, so what? What do we need to? God's word, prayer, and watchfulness. How? Diligently unceasing and earnestly, unceasingly. Unceasingly. So I went and got some, some other terms that says the same thing. So for diligent is intentionality or intentional, unceasing means without stopping, and earnestly is seriously or committed. This is how we can do it. And why? And having become in partakers of the heavenly gift, we are to go on into perfection, being kept by the power of God through the faith. So that's pretty much how we can protect our senses, the avenues of our heart. It requires, what do we need to do? It's God's word and watchfulness. How? 24 seven. You need to be intentional without stopping and committed and number th- why? Because you want to remain in perfection in God's eyes. You need to be perfect in God's eyes by faith, okay? Any questions? Did, did I make sense? Okay. We're gonna go to 12, right? Yeah. No, no, we're, we're good, we're good. All right, so I pray that today you were will, you will able to learn something new, or if not, to remember. I don't know about you, but I do need reminders. And even though sometimes we do know things, we tend to forget. So just remember that our Christian life is not passive. We are in the battlefield. That we, I don't know, it's hard for someone that has never been in a war to understand that concept. But when a soldier is in the, in the war, they don't have a single moment of peace, a single moment that they can relax and do something else. They're always in guard, always paying attention, always, every single second of their life is always watch watching because the life depends on it. The same thing with our spiritual warfare. We live in an occupied territory, this world. And in this occupied territory, Satan has a lot of things that maintains our senses in high gear. So we have the power by creation to choose the source that can help us to resist, resist and be alive or to enjoy it and die with it. So just remember, we are in the battlefield all the time for the moment. Even, even before you open your eyes and you wake up in the mornings, the devil is working to make you fall. And um, you need to be intentional. You need to be constantly aware that you are a soldier. You need to gear up with the armor of God so you can, be, so, so you can survive the enemy attack on that day. Okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your blessings. We thank you, Lord, that you're always helping us and always being here for us. And as we continue with our physical food, we pray that you bless it as well. And help us this week to remain in your relationship closer than we were last week. We also pray with Bunny that you take care of his, her finger. And when she goes to the hospital, may the Holy Spirit give wisdom to the doctors when they see her.